0: If you're ever in um, Hammond, Indiana, go hit up Carolyn. Uh, it's Piercings by Carolyn. She works at China Doll. She does the uh, $20 above the waist and then the $40 dermals, cheeks, and surface bars. Um, and then if you mention my show, she gives you free jewelry. That's on the weekends. That's special. And the free jewelry is all the time. So anytime during the week you can get free jewelry. And on the weekends, you can get... Discount and free jewelry. Uh, If you haven't looked at them yet, go check out my tees. Eat me tees. Eat underscore me underscore T-E-E-Z. Go support lesbians that work out of their home instead of multi-huge companies mass-producing lesbian memorabilia to get rich off of us. Support the community. Support the community. time. Saturday morning, I'm actually doing this on a Saturday morning. Those night shows are killing me. I don't feel like the shows are as good because I'm like half fucking asleep and and not in the fucking right frame of mind. Dykes! Dykettes! All the people out there in Dykeville, welcome to We 13. Um, I don't know if I ever, I'll ever stop counting. Probably at some point, you know, once I get into like years of doing this, I'll be like, what the fuck show? am I on anyways um fighting the third sinus infection that I've had in two months fucking over it my sinuses did this to me in my early 20s I had like chronic sinus sinus and um it took tons of antibiotics to get rid of them they haven't gotten that bad yet but three in two months Allergy season kills me because my sinuses, as soon as the allergies kick me, i am got a sinus infection. I think I did convince my doctor, though, that from now on, when I call her and say, hey, i got a sinus infection, I know I do, she's just going to call on the antibiotics because I'm so tired of going to doctor offices. <laughs> I'm just over it. I spent a lot of time in my life in doctor's offices, and it's the most annoying thing in the world. I am excited about tomorrow. Um about two or three shows back I talked about my friend Ashley Rose who is an amazing singer and also becoming quite the amazing friend. Um this chick's heart is beautiful. And um I get to go and put I had put synthetic dreads in her hair and tomorrow I get to go put a real set of dreads in her hair which I'm super excited about. I haven't done um you know, one in a little while, I, I used to do them all the time. I used to do them all the time. And then plus I was maintenancing a bunch of people. And, um, obviously I can't do that for people in New Mexico, uh, from Florida. So, and here, um, I just haven't had luck and it's weird because everybody's walking around with dreads and I don't charge a lot, like compared to like, if you walk into a salon, you're looking at, you know, a cool G, um, maybe 850 to do a set of dreads in your hair and then it's like 85 bucks a, for a touch up and I'm like 35 bucks for a touch up and the most I've ever charged for a whole set of dreads was like 425 and that was cuz that girl's hair was down to her ass and it took me forever to do it's not easy it's not easy the way that I do them it's a teasing method and it takes, you know, hours upon hours. The good thing about tomorrow is my girl's already sectioned out. Um, I'm super excited. We're throwing in some extensions to make them super long. I'm super excited. Um, yeah, it's uh, I get to create a head of dreads tomorrow and I'm pretty excited. I'm bringing a bunch of stuff to wrap them and do a bunch of other good things for her. So that's tomorrow for me. That's why I'm doing the show on Saturday the day I was supposed to be doing it all the time. And, uh, this week I was like, all right, cool. I got, I got to do, do it on Saturday. Got to get back into that routine. I've been making Friday night my night of like doing something. Um, so Saturdays, like I usually just relax all day and really don't feel like doing anything. And then I do the show on Sundays, but I'm going to switch that. Especially since yesterday, my sinuses were like, fuck you. So tonight's going to be my fun night, and then Sunday's going to be my day of naked rest. I thought I was the only person in the world, you guys, that did naked Sundays. I've been doing naked Sundays, like, in my 20s. I used to do it every weekend because I didn't have my kids um, until either later Sunday evening or Monday after school, depending on what mood my ex was in. And so, like... Sunday would be my day of walking around the house naked, cooking naked, laying in bed naked, masturbating. Like loved Sundays. And I stopped doing it because I went into relationships, and then I they didn't do it with me, which was weird. And then I had my kids on the weekends because they stopped seeing their dad. So I just stopped doing it, and I haven't started doing it again. And the other day, I asked what everybody was doing Um, on my Instagram and this girl put that she was having a naked Sunday. And I was like, what? Hold on a second. Other people do naked Sunday. Naked Sunday is actually like a fucking thing. So I'm super excited because Sunday is going to be naked fucking Sunday for me. And I can't wait. I am literally going to lay around the house all night long, just watching fucking TV. I'm going to do my dreads, come home, be naked. So anybody else decides to do Naked Sunday, I would save send pictures, but I'm pretty sure no one's going to do that. So have fun with it. Enjoy the idea. And um, if you celebrate Naked Sundays, you don't have to send a picture. You can just tell me you do because I want to know how many people are actually doing Naked Sundays. It's a dope idea. I feel like it's a, it's a great way to spend your Sunday. So yeah, okay, now this next topic that I was going to talk about, I almost don't want to talk about. I'm not a big politics person. To be honest with you, you guys, I just get so mad. I get so mad that this country could be something so amazing for everyone, fucking everyone, and it's not. And this country was built on the foundation that if you made it here, you could succeed here. The only people in America that are from here are the Native Americans. Every single person else's family came from another country at one point in time. And I'm just over it. So midterms were not what I hoped for. But at least there's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. And politics just drive me fucking up the wall. I get anxiety. It's just, it's horrible. It's horrible to me. This is what humanity has chosen to be. And it's just (laughs) crazy to me. It's just crazy. I really hope that, um, I hope that someday, no matter what party you're in, be Crips or Bloods, because that's what I like to call them. It's funny. I grew up in a heavily gang-oriented state. New Mexico used to be, and in some ways still is, very much about Crips and Bloods. Southside Serenos, which was the Crips, and then um, Westgate, I believe, was the Bloods, and there was many other little ones or whatever. But They used to go at it all the time. And every fucking time I start seeing all these negative ads and all these people putting each other down, all I start thinking is, oh, the Crips and the Bloods are going at it again. Like, here we go. It's just a bunch of bullies bullying each other. If ever there's a candidate, and I don't care what party they're in, if there's ever a candidate that doesn't run one negative ad, and simply focuses on what they want to do with our country and shows that it's about being a human and having humanity and caring about everyone and not just your fucking self, I will vote for him in a heartbeat or her in a heartbeat because I'm so fucking tired of seeing all the slur shit. It's like, really? Okay, I get it. You don't like what the other guy is doing, but what are you going to do for me? What are you really going to do for me? What's your fucking plan? Give me your plan and do it without talking about how worthless women are. That'd be great. So as you can tell in my voice, my level of frustration, my anxiety has gone up. I fucking hate politics. And these midterms, eh. there was, I think um, there was a gay family that is now the governor of Colorado. Yay for them. And then the first openly lesbian Native American woman has also been elected so I'm super excited for that that means change is just rolling along might be slow but it's rolling so that's that let's talk about the IG of this week so that way I can calm my blood pressure down because this chick's very good to look at her name is like super long And, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna, once again, spell it for you. So have your paper and pen ready. Haven't said that in a while, huh? Okay. So a N D R O G Y N O S. Oh, I'm sorry. O U S T O M B O Y. Fuck it for one more time. Let's go again. A-N-D-R-O-G-Y-N-O-U-S and then tomboy. I don't even know (laughs) how this person came into my life, but um, I mean, obviously via Instagram some way. She puts up a lot of very attractive selfies. So if that's something that you like seeing on a daily basis, uh, go check her out. She has... 13.7K followers. I'm like, damn. Must be doing something right. So go check her out. She asked uh, if I would give a shout out. So here you go. Not spelling it again. You guys got it twice already. Uh, go go check her out. Show some love. Tell her that you came from the Dyke Show and what's up. Um, all that good stuff. And now today's or this week's Build-A-Dyke. I don't know how many of you listen to all of my shows, but I had a show with, um, drag King Carlos and we talked about a dear friend of ours by the name of Lori. Well, Lori gave me her bill to today and I'm super excited about it. And, and I get to interview her. Let's amp this up a little bit. She keeps saying that she's not interesting. And I'm super excited to have her on the show because she's already somebody that we've talked about and you guys already know about her. So I feel why not be the perfect person to have on the show. So when I have her show, I'm super excited for it. I'm not sure which week it is. I don't have it in front of me. I don't have the schedule in front of me, but it's going to happen. Lori, I know you're listening. It's going to happen and I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. So I'm going to give you her build a dite today. All right, so it's Lori and then G-U-I-O-N on Facebook. L-A-U-R-I-E for those of you that don't know how to spell Lori or get confused on it because I'm pretty sure there's a couple ways to spell that name. All right, so she says she doesn't really have a type. She just wants a chick that she can laugh with, drink with, go on trips with, have sex with, and would like her to smell really good, cook for me, and send me random texts throughout the day. Someone willing to work on anything that we go through and not just give up on me and walk away. Lori, that, just so you know, hun, that one right there should just be a fucking standard thing. You should never even have to say that. But unfortunately, and nowadays, the way people are, it's so much easier to walk away than work on things. And so I hope you find that too, Chick, because that's that's what you deserve. For sure. It's what everybody who is a decent human being deserves. Um, she's got to be shorter um, than six foot because that's um, tall enough. Lori is very tall. Lori is a very tall person. I love her height. Um, got to be able to match her conversation and like to talk, talk like me. Love animals and is also a plus. Dude, if you don't love animals, don't date her. <laughs> Just don't. Okay. So that's my build a dike Once again, um, A-L-U-R-I-E-G-U-I-O-N. Um, go check her out. Like I said, eventually she'll be on my show. And um, I believe it's in like two weeks, two Saturdays from now or some shit like that. All right. So Build-A-Dyke's done. I'm excited I got one. I had to ask her last minute for that. So thank you, Lori, for uh, pulling that together for me today. I appreciate you on that. She also was kind enough to give me my question for today, and I actually really like it. It's a good, good question. Um, The question of the day is cooking versus cleaning. What part in the relationship am I? And um, it's funny because I've always been both. I was raised in an Italian family and when you're raised in an Italian family, you're taught that the woman both cooks and cleans. You cook dinner and you do all the dishes. And while my family has evolved and now my mom forces men to do the dishes too, which is nice, um, that still was engraved in me in a young age. And so, I've always done both. The one that I like to do, like I said, I'm Italian. I grew up Italian. (laughs) And I love being in the kitchen. If there's one thing that I can do is cook. I always joke with people. I always say at my funeral, the one thing that everybody is going to be talking about is my cooking. Because I've had people propose to me over chicken meals that I make and other meals that I make. And my, my straight wifey loves my Italian pork chops. I, I haven't made them for her in fucking forever. And whenever I used to make them, she would just get so happy. And it would just, I love making people happy with food. That's the fucking Italian in me. Anyways, anybody that eats my food, I have, I have girlfriend, ex-girlfriends who still to this day, when I talk to them, just to you know, touch base, how are you doing type thing? They, um, they're like, dude, I miss, your, I miss your cooking. Most people miss my Italian ribs. I make my marinara sauce with ribs in it. I do a really delicious sauce with ribs. And um, the majority of my exes say they miss that. They miss my jalapeno poppers and my deviled eggs. So I hope you guys are having fun missing my food. Um, so yeah, so I love to cook. Um, I hate cleaning. If I could find a girl that we had, you know, I cook dinner, she cleans up after dinner type thing. Um, I hate taking the trash. And if you could see my bed right now, you would understand that I hate hanging up close. Just hate it. I don't know why. It's just so annoying. I'll even sit on my bed with a big pile. You know, I've got my hangers next to me, and I'll sit there and I'll watch TV and do it. I try to make it not so fucking tedious, but I hate hanging up close. So um, I just, I'm not a big cleaner. It's funny because I'm mostly deep, but the whole germ thing doesn't really apply to the outside of my body. It's mainly the inside. And, um, I mean, I keep my house clean, but like, do I like doing it? Do I go, Oh, yay. I'm going to clean my house today. (laughs) No, that's not, uh, the human I am. Oh, yay. I'm going to cook for a bunch of people today. Fuck. Yeah. Game. Let's go. We'll do this, but not cleaning. So, uh, my, interview will be here soon I'm going to play another song for you um and then she will be here I'm excited to actually record in the studio today I always get excited when people actually come in so should be a good time and uh yeah we'll be back in a few so here we are on a Saturday morning. Aren't you guys proud of me this week um, with Drea? Hi
1: Drea. how is your Saturday so far? It is absolutely fantastic. I'm here with you. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's beautiful outside today, right? Oh my god, it's nice. It's not quite muggy and like smoldering hot where you feel like you're dying, but it's not quite cool yet, so it's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a good... T- I, I was telling my friend the idea, I seemed to like fall and spring here
0: so much, because it's that in-between. You don't yeah. have the cold, you don't... which. Florida cold.
1: Florida cold. cold. It's, yeah. a, it's a whole week. Yeah. And you're There's, not gonna die of a heat stroke. Yeah. That's, that's as cold as it gets.
0: Yeah, it's funny because the, the the first year that I lived here, it was like, oh my goodness, it's gonna get down to sixty eight. It's gonna oh get my down God, to sixty eight. Yeah, but then they all explained to me that it's sixty eight at night. Yeah. It's seventy something during the day, almost eighty during yeah. the day, and then sixty eight at night. I'm like, wait a minute. So while we're all asleep, it's gonna be cold. Okay. If you're up at five AM, it'll be nice and like cool. Yeah. And yeah. people
1: are out there in hoodies. The minute that it hits under eighty degrees, people will pull out their hoodies yeah. and their Uggs. Oh. I don't understand.
0: Yeah, it's so funny because for me I I grew up in cold all the time. And so here now I've been here for three years and I, I wear a hoodie when it's Oh like, my god, no yeah, I, like, oh, I can't oh, believe I've shame. done this to myself. I like, know. <laughs> I've definitely acclimated. Oh my god, my body is enjoying. But it's crazy because I do, once it gets down to fifty, I'm just kinda like I don't really like the way that fifty feels anymore. Like
1: yeah. I'm so definitely sweater weather, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 60's.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, the other day it was like seventy outside, and I was in a hoodie, and I was just like, "Oh my God, Billy, you've turned into that Floridian, and that's oh my not God, good." Enough. I know it makes me sad, but kind of like happy at the same time. <laughs> You're one of us <laughs> <Right>? now. <laughs> I'm officially a Floridian. I have, I have blended with the Floridians. You know, we're here. <laughs> that's and, awesome. Been here for this is my. Second longest running place to live. I've been here for three years. That's awesome. Um Colorado, as we were saying earlier, was four years, but it's broken up into two parts. Okay. Like it was like two years and then three years in New Mexico and then two years back out. So
1: where was the longest for you?
0: New Mexico. Yeah. Most of my life. Yeah. I mean, I was born and raised there and I tried to move away twice to go to Denver. I always got sucked back in. Um, people that live in New Mexico and are from New Mexico laugh that it's the land of, because well, the name of it is the land of enchantment and we okay. all, yeah, we all call it the land of entrapment. Entrapment. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, keep that in mind if I'm ever in New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't get stuck. Yeah. Got it. Go visit and get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> like, it's a great place to visit. It's beautiful there. There's the food. Is amazing. The yeah. culture is amazing. Um, they're starting to get more big city stuff because they're letting people um, film movies there, tax free. So a lot of movies are getting filmed in New Mexico right now, and it is boosting the economy oh, like bet. crazy. Yeah. So now they've got you know the bigger restaurants, and Albuquerque used to be joked that it was the biggest small city because it was huge. Size-wise, but, the people, it was a very small city feeling, and now it's finally
1: getting, like, that hustle-bustle type feeling, and it's starting to, like, build. See, I remember driving through Albuquerque back in the late 90s with my parents, and there was was nothing.
0: nothing, It was just a flat, desert, weird-looking thing, right? Yeah, I I grew up there. I'm like, oh, this is is a big city?
1: What is is this? This is not what Austin looks like. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, and that's our biggest city in New Mexico. Yeah. and um, Santa Fe is our state capital, which is huge acreage wise, but there's no skyscrapers. There's no, I think the tallest building in Santa Fe is kind of like here in Fort Pierce, where it's like the courthouse and it's like five stories up or okay, whatnot. Okay, then that underwhelming. Yeah, but it's <laughs> yeah, but it's just this like it's the state capital and only the really artsy, artsy people live there. Oprah has a house there, I guess. So it's like. We'll go Oprah.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And so, um, but so Albuquerque's the biggest city, and now it's finally getting to be a big city. But it's it's also been voted like the most violent city in the country, and um, it's it's not a great place to live. And you got to be as afraid of the cops as you are the people.
1: Oh, so I mean, that's pretty much anywhere. I think. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think that, especially if you're not, you know, a cis white male. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. that's pretty oh, standard. Oh, they
0: love me. They see me oh, yeah. my tattoos and my dreads. I had this cop, no joke, ask me when the last time I smoked pot was. And it was funny to me. Oh, I was five like, minutes Dude, ago. Dude, I don't really remember, bro. And I wasn't lying. <laughs> Didn't really remember how long ago I smoked. Anyways. So they, they, but they see me and they see, they just, it's instant, it's profiling. I've been profiled twice since I've lived here. I had a guy who told me that the reason why he pulled me over was because my tail lights were too dim and and no 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 no, no, no. he had never even been behind me until he decided to pull me over like he was sitting beside me for a while he just got to look at you and then found a reason got it got behind me and within seconds pulled me over and thought of something as he's walking up to my car so I was sitting there going you know that doesn't make any sense because the car that I had they had like the high quality um, LED like lights in the back they were tinted darker like a maroon color but I was like that doesn't make sense they're pretty bright to me so I get home (laughs) I get out of the car and they're bright as fuck. Like there's no dim to it. But my license plate light was really dim and he didn't even mention it. I, you know how like license plate lights Yeah, the two lights. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of them was out. So half mm. my license plate wasn't even lit up, and he, he was just he, trying to find again. Oh yeah, no, no, no. He he saw and a you sports know, I get car. That. And the girl with dreads. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Because you you have that alt vibe, and yeah. I've always I've always flown under the radar. I've always been like really pretty. and just had the normal dark brown <laughs> hair, and I have that like sweet face. And I didn't. All my tattoos were always covered, so I've never been profiled. Yeah. And then I started tatting my shoulders and my arms, and I dyed my hair bright fucking pink. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like. Complete change. Oh no! So like now the cops go from like, "Hi, like, hi, ma'am, how are you?" Mm-hmm. to instant yeah. eye watching, and Do I'm you like, "Have drugs on you? Are you a drug addict? Like, what, what is happening over here?" <laughs> yeah. The minute your hair changes to an unnatural color, you tat yeah. up your arms, they start eyeing you. I don't understand. It's yeah, it's yeah. definitely very different. So when I wear the sleeves and my hair is a normal color, I don't, I don't get that. But yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? It is. It's it, it's and. Um, in New Mexico, it's not so much um, about like your hair and like your even your tattoos. It's more about how you're dressed there. Yeah. They really profile you on how you're dressed. So if you're dressed a certain way, they'll start because in New Mexico, like there's doctors and lawyers that have full sleeves. My professors and there was this one professor I had for math. Okay, so New Mexico college. sounds
1: amazing. I need yeah. to At least go visit. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 visiting is fun. Like the professor that I had in college, she was so hot and she was tatted up. This girl had. From, from fucking knuckle to shoulder, for sure, because she'd wear, like, tank tops. Man, this girl was so hot, and she had such a big butt that I only went for two weeks, and I dropped out of the class because I couldn't focus on the fucking math that she was teaching. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it, I'll take math next term." No joke. <laughs> I'll take it with somebody whose ass isn't quite so. Yeah, big. no, I tried, it. I wound up taking it online, <laughs> but I was just sitting there and I was like, "Oh my god, I just I couldn't focus," and I'm like, "I'm not gonna learn shit" because I had sat there for two days and she had run two through two lessons and I I hadn't gotten a fucking thing, and I was like, "All right, cool," and then I was sitting around a bunch of the class was like a lower level like college class um, math class that I just. Kind of skipped over the first time because I didn't have to have it for my first degree. Yeah. So I had to redo. I had to like go back and just technicality status. Gotcha. So, um, I was a bunch of college boys who also were having a very hard time. Oh, I'm focusing.
1: sure. I'm so, so sure. Yeah,
0: it was funny. I had seen her um, a few months later. I saw her out at a bar in, out in a, at a casino in New Mexico, and she comes up to me. And she goes, you were in my math class for like three weeks, right? And I was like, yeah. She goes, I was really sad when you withdrew from the class because oh, I wanted you? to talk to oh. you about
1: it, right? Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah. well, yeah.
1: my bad. Yeah. Should have stayed and would have got a passing grade, I would have flirted with the teacher. Got it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, She wanted to talk to me about my tattoos, and um, yeah, I wasn't out of the closet yet then. Oh, no, I was. She was with the guy. That's why nothing
1: happened. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I had a I had a professor that um, at the end of the it was she was my woman's study professor. Oh, of, <laughs> of course. course, of course. My, no, no truer. Um, my freshman professor in the no college. No truer lesbian professor. But she she was so femme, and I was such a little baby dyke, and it was my my first year in like Florida, out of small town Texas, that I. I was just barely like towing out of the closet. I yeah. was peeking, right? Yeah, yeah. And I remember um, diving headfirst into like all the lesbian things I could find every women's studies class, like human sexuality, all of them. And <laughs> I love it. <laughs> right? So she. That thirst for knowledge of the, what you yes, are. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she invited me to this party at the end of the semester. And I. I Thought there would be more of her students there. No, I was the only non graduate student invited to this party. And she kept feeding me margaritas all night. Yeah. Mm. That was interesting. So yes. So we ended she up being friends until for a you while. Done with yeah, their, she couldn't, you yeah, know well, obviously no longer. Yeah, but her she student. was probably sitting there plotting and the whole <laughs> she damn was time. Plotting and planning the whole time, yes, because I she kept feeding me these margaritas and they were so strong. When I was eighteen, I had mm, yes. <laughs> I could not hang properly. But mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Good times
0: to- in college. <laughs> college was fun for me. I wish I would have, the first time I was in college, I wasn't out. And the second time I was. And I really wish the first time I would have been. Um, because I was going to a bunch of gay clothes with all my gay friends. And I wasn't out yet. I know. Okay. So it was here. Really? Really? Okay, so I used to have, I have a very um, religious mother who makes it very not okay to be gay. So I was really fighting to be straight for a really long time. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, and so I had a ton of gay friends, and they were constantly like, "Billy, you're a lesbian. You I realize that. that? Yeah, yeah. Like all the time, all the time. I had this one. He he went he. So I took a lot of fitness classes in college because I needed that one extra credit to make it like a full time considered full time. Okay, fitness classes. Sure, let's go with that. That's yeah. not dykey at all. Yeah. <laughs> so. Took yoga, took, like, cross-training, and the guy that taught the cross-training was this flaming gay guy, and he was amazing. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. They're my favorite. He actually started doing a cabaret dancing group, and I joined it because I love to dance cabaret. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. We did it for a whole year. We traveled. We did fashion shows and a bunch of other stuff. It was amazing. Anyways... I would come in because I had him Monday, Wednesday, Friday in the evening, right? So I would come in Monday evening and he'd be like, girl, how was your weekend this weekend? And I would start talking about all the guys I was seeing because I was seeing like five or six guys like at a time when I was in the closet because I just wasn't getting any satisfaction whatsoever. And Uh um, he, every time I would finish up the story, he's like, first of all, you need to just give me all these guys phone numbers and stop acting like you're not a lesbian. (laughs)
1: When he I called you out on your
0: shit, yeah, so I came out. Um, I, I finished college, I literally moved up to Colorado two days after I finished college, and I came out eight months later. And, oh, that's was amazing! Yeah, and I called him, and he was like, Bitch, I've been telling you for four fucking years. <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, well,
1: I was did you toe the line at all?
0: Or I would make out with girls when I was drunk. I had a few straight girls like that. We would just like, like there was a situation at like a roof party in Denver that I had gone to, and this swinger couple the wife really liked me and i was wasted and she came up to me while we were dancing and just started making out with me
1: i mean sure why yeah. not right <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean course, that's what we're doing it sure. didn't
0: go any further than that oh okay funny story i haven't told in a while <gasps> okay yes let's hear it went to a club with a friend who she was moving from florida to new mexico came okay? with her husband they get there and her husband's getting ready to deport for a year and they're gonna have a barbecue so his wife can have some friends in the new state that she lives in. So they invite me off of MySpace. They like. Ooh. Back when MySpace was yeah, the well, shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can look in in MySpace, you can look up a town and see anybody. Oh, that's I remember. within the
1: restriction. It was beautiful. MySpace was, was the best tramping yeah. ground. It, it was, was literally perfect. like a catalog. Of it was, okay. Like, it was let's, let's, beautiful. It was brown. Like, how are you? Oh, you're hot. You're hot in yeah. my area. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna friend request you. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved MySpace.
0: I used to hate Facebook. When Facebook first... I still not a fan of it. It's but not the same. It doesn't no. have that same just, I really, really miss the, my, yeah. the MySpace. And, of course,
1: MySpace was... Every every one of us learned to code oh, yeah. just so we could customize our MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> just because I wanted a glitter waterfall and I yeah. wanted, you know, music playing and yeah. I wanted my face to like...
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's terrible. It's, 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 so it's a graphic designer's, like, dream because you get to actually, like... Design your own little like it was it was so much fun I fucking
1: yeah love every twenty eight to like thirty eight year old right now living learned how to d- read at least some HTML yeah just to customize <laughs> their fucking MySpace yeah, page yeah 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 that's yeah. perfect it was beautiful back in the <laughs> day those are good times
0: me my my straight wifey we used to play Uno all the time and we would I would log on to my MySpace I would send her like a I would comment on her thing and I would log off. And turn the computer, and while I was making my move, she would log in, write something back to me, <laughs> log off, flip the computer out. We used to That's do that ridiculous. shit. Yeah, we were just we were just stoned playing Una, and we really didn't really know what else to do with ourselves, and we were MySpace whores. And so. then of course the
1: Blackberry came out, and you could Aww. MySpace from your Blackberry. Yeah. yeah. And then you could upload pictures and do all the trampy yeah, things super, from your phone. I camped
0: out for the first iPhone. Yeah. I was so happy on that. And then when I found out you could have all that on there, I was like, What the fuck? Oh yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so they hit me up on Sorry. So no, they're cool. <laughs> always fucking happen. That's the best part about the show. Game <laughs> so um her husband has this barbecue. I go over there, you know, she seemed pretty cool and I'm always game for friends. I know what this I, is. Going. I already know. I didn't know yeah. So basically the husband was like, So I'm deploying and I really trust you with my wife, and we made a strap-on that's an exact replica of my dick, and if you want to fuck her with it, you can. <laughs> keep I'm a- sorry they
1: can't see the entire flare-out that's happening. <laughs> wow. Okay, so keep in mind, That is such a bold statement to say to somebody. Yeah, not wow. out of the closet yet.
0: At all, like not even like hadn't even like was like, so nervous to even think about fucking a girl, right? Especially let alone me fucking a girl with the strap-ons. So I'm sitting there like having a small panic attack. Anyways, so I straight up told her that I was willing to be her friend and hang out with her, but I was not interested in any sexual stuff. But if she needed someone to hang out with during the during her husband being gone, we could be friends. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So, okay. Uh huh. Now. I think today, still, I probably would have done the same thing, because I don't do the whole bisexual, sleeping with bisexual women thing, so I think I would have still made the same choice. But anyway, she was hot. She was a little Latin chick that was gorgeous, and um, anyway, so we go out one night, get wasted at a club, and her car's at my house, but she's way too drunk to drive home, so I tell her just to crash on my couch.
1: Mm-hmm. Some okay, nights, see your face is turning so red right now. I know exactly <laughs> where this is going. Continue. Some
0: nights I regret this decision.
1: She No started, regrets.
0: She started texting me asking if she could come lay in my bed and cuddle, and I ignored it I went to sleep. And I woke up in the morning. <gasps> That's and not she where was I thought gone. that was going. Yeah. That's no. Not real. I'm so I just I just was I wasn't out yet and I was so afraid of it. It took me like I think another it was almost another year before I finally slept wow. with the woman. But I was just so afraid of it. I couldn't do it. Like my mom had ingrained it in my head that that See, was just, just the most We were very different in that department. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was rebelling I've always rebelled against it, like religion because mm-hmm. my my the way religion has been handed to me, I just I go with what I feel is right and a lot of that doesn't feel right yeah, to me. absolutely. But um I, you know, I was so afraid of the repercussions, and plus, when I was in high school, you know, I was in high school, freshman year was 95, 96, no, 96, 97 was freshman year for me. Okay. And so, high schools were
1: very different towards gay people, and my... You and I are the same. Yeah. I was 90, 99 was my freshman year. Okay. Yeah. So... I had a guy a friend who
0: was like flaming gay and he I watched him get pushed into lockers all the time and just ruthlessly beat by all the bullies in the school. And then I had a friend who had everybody knew she was a lesbian. She would never say it, but everybody knew and oh my god,
1: she was tortured. Like fuck. Okay. Yeah. So I'll so. share my story now since you've opened up that door. Yeah. That's that's kinda how mine went. Um so my coming out for me was weird because I didn't I lived in such a small town in Texas and I was so sheltered by my Hispanic Catholic mother that I had no idea that like gay people even existed that they were a thing for most of my life and then when I did I <laughs> she developed an allergy to anybody that I would bring by that she thought was gay she would start sneezing like when they were around really? So, yes I'm not even kidding like it was mm. Yeah, so it was all extra, very extra. And <laughs> nice. And by the time I was 14, I had met um, this girl who became like my bestie and convinced me that that's just what best friends did. So my first real makeout session was a girl, my first many, many things was her. And then we got caught kissing. In my very small town in Texas. Oh. yeah. my high I, school. I've been
0: there. I grew up in a cow farm, and I got caught kissing a girl at 11, and I was
1: done for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the boys went one of two ways. They either wanted to, well, if you're going to act like a boy, I'm going to fight you like a boy, or the, okay, well, you just haven't been fucked straight yet. So they would attempt to force themselves on me. And uh, what they didn't realize is that I had been bullied my entire life, and that at the age of eight, my uncle got tired of his little smart mouth niece getting her ass kicked and taught me how to box. Yeah. Nice. So when the boys came for me, <clears throat> it never went well for them. Yeah. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> my dad, we could call into the principal's office, and I'd be sitting there with my arms crossed and my leg out, just pissed as shit, refusing to talk, with maybe a busted lip or, like, a bruised cheekbone, and, like four to five boys lined up with bloody faces and, like, bruised everywhere. And their mothers just pissed as hell because they got all beat up. And my dad would be like, so, which one of them started it? And I would point to whoever it was that had swung or put their hands on me first. And the principal always wanted to discipline me because I was a troublemaker. Well, yeah. Because, of course, I was the gay one. I was the one that, yeah. the pretty girl with the big boobs and the tight clothes that wanted to make out with other girls instead of boys. But it it messed with me so bad after one boy was almost successful in getting his way with me that I switched schools and went running back into the closet and I tried dating boys and I had like, I went through I think a different boyfriend every three weeks. Oh yeah. Because yeah, I was with guys if yeah, they're it, as soon easy. as they wanted something or they got yeah. attached I was like, "Yeah, I'm out." Yeah, exactly. It's so right. easy to disconnect yourself from that. It's like, it, "Oh no, yeah. I'm
0: good." I wish I could do that with women so bad for whatever reason with women I can't, but with guys, yeah, you right. just it's, you can move absolutely. on. Absolutely.
1: And so when I um there were maybe one or two girls that I secretly <clears throat> you know, in high school and then I came out to Florida and almost immediately like came out of the closet. Nice. And I didn't come out to my family immediately, but I started coming out that I I think I'm bi. And then I realized that nope, definitely super gay. Like super <laughs> no. fucking gay. Yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> I, would, yeah. Um, I would probably that, say that, moment, that.
0: That aha moment. Feels that good. super aha
1: moment. Yeah. And at this point, I probably call myself queer, a queer femme more than anything because my sexuality. I date a lot of trans guys, Mm -hmm. so I can't really call myself strictly a lesbian, and there has been one guy that has been in my life, that was in my life in high school, that I absolutely adore, that came back into my life um, for a while, so I guess kind of a Kinsey 5 instead of a full-on 6, but I mean super queer. Yeah. Yeah. I love women. I love them so much. So 18 years old... uh, come banging out of the closet. And there was nothing to do in Tampa. There were so many lesbian groups. And I I wanted a community. I wanted to find that. And there was nothing. There was so little out there. And all of the things that were out there that were established were for women in their 30s, 40s, 50s. Yeah, I was 18, so none of them took me seriously for a minute. This state doesn't have a very good,
0: um, like, the gay alliance and the schools things here. Like New Mexico, every single high school, middle school, and elementary has a gay alliance program. They're I'm getting better the now. Yeah, but, but they're power, way they're yeah. way behind on it they like, are. compared to. But this state's kind of way behind on everything, so. I mean, we yeah. can't even
1: vote right, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even tally votes. I don't know what to tell you.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's kind of always been Florida doing that, though. If you look at history.
1: I mean, you've seen that yeah. meme with the kid just like flipping out in the back seat, yeah. and the mom's like, "Act normal." and it's Florida. No! You can't. We're not... (laughs) We're not able to at all. We cannot act right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, my mom um, found out by accident that I called myself by and had a conversation with me and she goes, I even went through a phase, just a phase, just, you know, get past it, basically. And then can started calling me her special daughter. That's when I became her special daughter. Oh,
1: the special daughter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah okay, that was well. a real
0: nice. Uh, Thanks, oh, mom. Yeah, I love you too, mom. And then um, when I came out, <laughs> she actually told me, This is just a phase. Just like dating black guys was just a phase, this is just a phase. Because
1: I used to, towards the end, I dated a lot of black dudes. <laughs> My my high school boyfriend was black, and my mom had a whole moment about that. And then the first girlfriend I brought home was black. Nice, even better. <laughs> mom was not pleased. Yeah. Not pleased. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Is it's so it's so crazy. Wouldn't it be re- cool if we lived in a world world where that wasn't even like it was just. It doesn't, and it I don't understand
1: because we're I'm half Hispanic and half Middle Eastern, so. Oh. That's I'm crazy. like double brown, and she's gonna. <laughs> Oh, you can't date a black guy. What? Really? (laughs) How are we going to be racist right now? Like, how how much shit do we get for being Middle Eastern or Hispanic or for your accent? We're really going to judge somebody for being a little darker? Thanks, Mom. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's that
0: whole, if it's not your race, it's not right thing.
1: Yeah, I don't understand that.
0: I wonder what started that. Like, was it all the wars back in the days for the land and the castles back in, you know, I don't don't understand it because it doesn't make any sense to me. Like... My my thing is I always question everything. I'm like, we made this. Like, humanity has made this happen. Whatever is right. happening, happened. And it's like, you know, why did we decide
1: to well, do that? The birth of humanity started in Africa and spread throughout the yeah. world from Africa across, you know, the ice. Yeah. And all the frozen yeah. tundra that it was. Yeah. Um, spread into Europe and and they became paler because they could not be... They weren't as close to the sun. Yeah, they were. Yeah. It was colder. They had yeah. to find more shelter. They were less in the sun, so they yeah. lost It's just pigment. crazy that
0: we've decided to make it towards a race thing. A, a race right. shouldn't even be an issue. we all because human beings. Because they is.
1: wandered further north and lost pigmentation. Now they're going to enslave and and dominate. And I don't... What the fuck is that? Yeah. It just sounds like a really, really bad advertising campaign yeah. that, that somebody started <laughs> hey, way yeah. back in the way.
0: Yeah, and it, we lived through it and now yeah. we're still sitting here with race is still an issue. Sexuality is still an issue. And everybody has it's forgotten that. It's bullshit
1: social yeah. constructs. It's bullshit. Yeah.
0: It makes me sad because I'm like, what about humanity? Why don't we all just start, like, pulling yeah. for that? Because if we don't, like, it's just going to all burn to the ground. I mean, eventually everything's going to burn to the ground anyways, but um, it would be nice to do it in a better
1: fashion than, Absolutely. <laughs> than what think, we're doing it, for sure. I think that's why it's so important to get involved, to get out there, to... Even on a, like a small level, if you don't want to get really involved and get, become an activist or, or do something big, just make sure in your everyday that you are consciously aware of pushing back on those people that, that reinforce racism reinforce yeah. um, homophobia and, and standing up for that yeah. even in the microaggressions that's really important yeah. i don't really tolerate a bunch of that shit like i've had um men tend to get really
0: inappropriate with me when i tell them i'm a lesbian i've actually stopped telling men oh that i'm a God. lesbian and i tell them that i have a boyfriend so they leave me the fuck. and even that doesn't stop them half oh it the does i've actually had a guy who was like um so are you faithful and i'm like yes Extremely. Now leave me alone. But I knew that dude. If I would have told him that I was a lesbian, oh, that would have just opened the floodgates of all the bullshit that straight men love yeah. to hand me because I don't look like a dyke. I look like a feminine woman, so. Mm-hmm. They, they, Hello. Yeah. Like okay, I look mean, like a
1: fucking princess. Like yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and I just don't understand it, and it's, it's just like, oh, yeah. I'm just over it. I'm just over
1: humanity a lot of times. Cause I, it's was, like, I was at my favorite. um non-alcoholic bar last night, the Kava Cat, and I was out back and I got a snap from from the girl I'm seeing, and my face instantly turned pink, and I was blushing so hard, and the guy's like, oh, he called me out on my face and said something. I was like, yeah, I know she's definitely wanting attention, and he goes, oh, she... It's a she? Like, and then three guys that I was sitting... Like, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty open about the fact that I'm queer as fuck, but okay. And they were all just completely floored. Like, oh. And it, it became this... I could see the interest and not the, oh, okay. It was that that peaked interest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it makes me cringe. I've had, here's a few things. One
0: is I have guys tell me that they're lesbians all the time. Oh my God, that is the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard. Those guys, I kind of, it's funny because when they do it, I kind of, you know, tilt my head to the side and kind of look at them and I'm like, no, honey, you're not. Mm -hmm. You're a straight male. Okay, thanks, though. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I get frustrated with Cringe them, worthy. and I'll be like, if, if it's a guy that I know is getting like, super annoying, I'll be like, look, I can eat pussy better than you can, so leave me the fuck alone. Period. The end. But that, that, that's when I get to, like... And steal your girl. <laughs>
2: yeah. Right?
0: Dude, just to prove a fucking point at this point... Yeah. It's kind of funny because we've been talking for quite a bit and um, we haven't even gotten to the questions, which is, but, which is super awesome though. I mean, it's Yay! been a great like flowy conversation. I've been having a great time with you, but I would like for you to give a little bit of an introduction, tell oh, people who you yes. are because we never went through any oh of God. that like 20 minutes ago. Sorry, people. That Welcome just to the show.
1: Yeah. My <laughs> let's, bad. And let's, let's go ahead and get this bitch started, <laughs> shall we? All right. So um, I'm Andrea Z.1. I run AZP. Consulting here in Port St. Lucie and the Treasure Coast, um, I offer innovative solutions to small businesses to help them grow.
0: Beautiful.
1: I am currently like focusing on Kava Cat and Gem City Logistics, which are my two main clients at the moment, Very helping nice. them grow. And um, Kava Cat is looking to become more of a safe haven for the LGBT. We have we need that here. We have so much family that come in on a regular basis, but. I don't think that enough people know about it, Mm -hmm. and I love that they... It's a bar. It's a bar with, like, a coffee shop feel, but it's a bar that's just non-alcoholic. So it's all the safe sip alternatives, and I just... I love that place.
0: Yeah.
1: It makes me happy. Everybody there is amazing. Everybody is super accepting, and probably half of the people there are at least part of the LGBT family under one of the categories. So Nice. Yeah. So I'm going to have to come check it out, because
0: like I was saying earlier, I, I, I flow, I flow poi. Yeah. And there's the flow group that does between, I guess there's two locations or something like that, or mm-hmm. that they do it. Anyway, so every Wednesday they're doing something. So I'm going to start every Wednesday meeting up with these people. And so I can't wait to go over there, because I've heard, I've heard really good things. On Wednesday
1: they do two for one kava, so it's a good day to come and, like, it's, yeah. there's a drink special as well and then there's yeah. flow night so you can learn to flow because there's a class that yeah starts what he was saying at nine and yeah. then no i'm sorry the there's, class starts at eight there's one that starts at eight and then there's one that starts at nine mm-hmm. the like more
0: beginners when you're starting to learn is at yep. eight and then the one that's like fire and stuff is at yes nine. and so okay so
1: and I you know, get a free kava if you spin fire but you have to attend the class first. yeah <laughs> you know, i um i have like a deaf fear of fire um
0: I'm Wiccan, and I'm openly Wiccan, and I've had this dream my entire life. I remember it vivid as day, even when I was a kid, because I remember waking up because I'd been just been lit ablaze in fire in my dream, and I woke up sweating, and then I looked over at my my brother, and he was sitting up, and his eyes were like. His eyes were really blue, so with light shined on him, it was like a weird green, like, pleasant thing in the dark. And that's what had happened. We had, like, a nightlight that was just hitting him just right. And it scared the shit out of me. That was the first time I ever had that dream. And so my whole life, just periodically, I'll have the same dream. I'm in a house. They yank me out of the house. I'm in body, being yanked out of the house. And they stick me up on this wood plank thing, and they put a noose around my neck, and they start telling me that I've been found guilty of being a witch, and they set the thing on fire, and once everything burns, like, it hangs me. So I want to know, did the dream start before you became a Wiccan? Oh, yeah, wait, I was, I was, I didn't even know anything. I just started doing the whole Wiccan a, thing about four I years wonder ago. wonder if you were a witch in the past life. Oh, yeah, no, I am. That's amazing. What actually got me into being Wiccan was I worked with the lady who was a Hono healer, which is basically a healer, a Hawaiian, I have a prairie dog, sorry, he's trying to get out of the cage. It's a Hawaiian um, witch healing doctor, basically. Okay, okay so she... Confronted me about it she's like i need to do some work with you please come and see me and it took me a minute to say yes but i did i found i had a situation happen where i was like i I need something and i don't know where to go with this so she wound up helping me get through a crazy situation um with losing an ex and um, at the end of it she was like look you, you need to understand something she goes with everything that i've been doing with you you have been a witch in the past life you have this is your spear out, like, your spear out, I can't say that damn word. You know what I'm talking about. And, like, so your soul's been traveling with it from lifetime to lifetime. She was like, all the houses that you described to me I had to describe these houses that I had dreams about, that she made me had. she made me have dreams about houses for three nights. And I had to describe every house to her. And um, she was like, this is, this is who you are. And she goes, and you're a reader, so you should pick up tarot cards. And I was... I picked them up and they never did anything for me. I was never right and I never felt the like cuz you're supposed to feel them. Like you'll if if you can read them, you'll feel them when you touch them. Mm-hmm. And so just recently I got a set of Greek ruins and I could feel them and I started giving ruin readings and they come out good. Like the shit was really happening. And so I started doing more a study on being a witch in reading ruins, and there's a witch ruins. And so, I handcrafted a whole set of witch ruins that I read oh, I saw all the those time. On your face,
1: but they're really yeah,
0: nice, yeah. So, now I do that. So, it's weird because I never thought that I was a witch, I didn't even think that I, you know, witches are fake in my head. You know, they were. And then I started going through all these things in life and it just really kind of led into this. And so I I'm not a I don't do like spells on people. I don't even really do spells on myself. If there's something that I need, I do
1: I think that ninety percent of the Wiccans because I'm <clears throat> I'm not super openly Wiccan, but I am Wiccan. And I tend to keep that to myself. Mine is I, I don't cast often. Yeah. I sometimes I will say a little prayer when I make my oils or my blends mm-hmm. but it's all it's focused on me. I focus on me on and that's the one area that I'm really
0: selfish. It's it's more of the, you know, I want this to protect me. I want yeah. this to be benefit me in my life. And if I ever do cast, it's because like my universe is really up in a roar and I just ask the universe to please just simmer it down a little bit so that way yeah. I
1: can, like, have a break for a minute. I think the last time I cast, I was having... Um, I was torn between two people that I was... One that I had been in love with on and off for 20 years and my new love. And I was... The, the two worlds were colliding pretty violently and I was... Yeah, it was a yeah clusterfuck. So I... At the beach with my stones and my... Dude, I love the fact that you can utilize the beach in Florida for I love it bit. so much. I, I cleanse I myself exactly. constantly at yeah. the beach. And yep. I am there at night all the time. Yep. So I recommend if you're going to go to the beach at night, have a dog that will eat somebody. <laughs> 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 or bring mace. One of the two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because there was one weird, one weird night where I went out to the beach and there was some guy that was creeping along, like right off the when you come over the the wood to come onto the beach yeah, yeah he was just off the side yeah hiding in the bushes yeah there's some there's been a couple of creepy things
0: happen to me at night out there yeah. too i go out there at night all the time i like to spend point in in the dark yeah. and i love to spin at the beach so i'm either out there grounding myself or well usually both at the same time yeah like I'll go out they there, do they do yeah yeah i'll poi real quick get it out of my system and then i'll just sit there for a little while and Meditate and listen to the waves. It's it's amazing. I could be having the worst fucking day of my life, and I will drive over that bridge yeah. and get to the ocean, and I will sit I there and I will yes. just close my eyes, and you just smell and listen, and your life and just changes. Breathe. Yeah, yeah. I'll never live more than like thirty minutes from a beach ever again in my life. Uh, I can't. I couldn't handle I it. Need I the would water. go insane. I would I would go, go literally fucking insane so so your company
1: do you have a social media for your company I do I'm on Instagram as AZP Consulting and Twitter as well AZP Consulting and I'm on Facebook as AZP Consulting FL or just look me up AZP Consulting if you don't want to type in the whole at. Yeah, that's cool.
0: What I'll do is um when we when I put up the show, I put everybody's links in there. Yeah. So send me your links and everybody when I post on Instagram, when I post on Facebook, you will see all of her links there so you can get
1: straight to her. You don't no. have to worry about the search. So um, thank you But so we'll definitely make sure we get all of that out there yes. for you I love to focus on small businesses that's what I'm focusing on right now and I love minority owned businesses women owned businesses yeah, owned businesses yeah. To let me help you grow yeah I used to do um, all the design work for the college
0: I went to mm-hmm. their LGBTQ I yes. did all their flyers and then there's an amazing woman there who does um, fire parties in New Mexico. They're once a month fire parties, and I used to design all the flyers for her for those. And Very then cool. I've designed flyers for the gay club in Albuquerque, and I also designed for the community college LGBTQ. So I used to design for every spectrum in Albuquerque that I could hit. I was doing their flyers, their awesome. photo shoots, all of it, and I just I love. Working within the community, I love benefiting the community that I'm in because I feel like we really have to support each other. Yeah, like It's kind of funny because you don't know the beginning of the show. You didn't hear me record it. But I mentioned in the very beginning, I'm like, I own a lesbian t-shirt brand. It's a really raunchy lesbian t-shirt brand. And I see people going and buying lesbian shirts that are not, you know, they're somewhat what I'm doing a Mm -hmm. little bit from multi-companies that are mad producing them. Yeah, that. they're and just it,
1: jumping on the yeah. making money off of us yeah, bandwagon. Yeah. yeah, and so
0: at the beginning of the show, was like, support the, the people that are doing it from their home. Like, I work hard to design these shirts and get them. I have a, a company that does all the printing and stuff for me, and, like, yeah. it's supporting me in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you're going to go and get, like, I have a really awesome, not-too-raunchy shirt that says, I started in the closet, now I'm queer. So,
1: I love it. I want it. Okay, I need yeah. that. I need so that like in my closet. I have
0: some that are not too raunchy. Like, I have a Lickolotopus. It's a, a dinosaur yeah. that I made. That's great. I yeah. think I actually saw that one. That's great. Yeah. I yeah. saw that one, yeah. But then I have stuff that says, like, I don't have to pull out or, you know. Oh I, my have, God. I have one that says if she ain't shaking, she's faking. Um girls oh, think with their please. dicks too I've got a couple of
1: pretty raunchy ones <laughs> she may be straight but so is spaghetti till you get it hot and wet please make that yeah that for me please okay I can do that yes
0: yeah I'm getting ready to do one that I was kind of um I've been <laughs> kind of putting it off but I decided that I want to do it because I'm getting tired of like men so it's my way of saying fuck you huh? um, I'm just gonna put it's just gonna say I get to pick my dick
1: Oh, my God. Who was that? There's a, you're you're my age. You'll probably know this. That song. um Oh, God. She talks about, like, having a drawer full of strap-ons and getting to pick the one she wants to wear. And it's this lesbian rap song. Please tell me you know this song. I can't I remember don't. the name of it. Oh, no. I'm going to have to find it and send it to you. Yeah, <laughs> let me know. I'm down to listen to it.
0: <laughs> the only groups I really knew um, that were like gay groups back then. Oh, goddess oh. and she! Do you yeah, goddess them? and she. Oh, of and course. And actually, I still follow her. They goddess. Oh my god! She just what I dreams were made jealous. of. I was super jealous yes. of her life when I saw her get married. That lady's a lucky woman. Mm. They used to go to New Mexico a lot. They used to come out to the fire parties and they used to come out to our prides and stuff like that. And so I've seen them live several times. And I, it's funny because I don't do women that are shorter than me. I like taller women, and she's shorter than me. But I wouldn't give a fuck. D- no. It doesn't matter. Doesn't Better, climbing like a tiny tree, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think she. I think she'd be the girl that I'd be like. It's okay that you're short. Come on, <laughs> let's let's hang out. Let's go. Let's go have some fun. I I, I promise you, I'm fun. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. So. Um, I'm looking at time and we're getting close to the time. It's been awesome. like, This talking has been great. Yeah, yeah, this absolutely. has been one of my
1: favorite. Um, we kind of answered some of the questions. Yeah, no, I mean, to... we.
0: I, my main thing was I wanted you to definitely shout out your company. I, I believe in supporting lesbians in like the yes, community. Thank you. I want to support and I feel like um you know everybody's so busy about being competition mm-hmm. and it's not about competition there's plenty of people to go around um and everybody should get an, an even
1: cut so let's my make my favorite more... quote is be the shit without shitting on anyone
0: yeah 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 I mean it's definitely a great one because <laughs> you should you should really like it's about making people like one thing I feel like people need to realize it's about making everyone better not just yourself Stop yes. being so
1: selfish. Everybody's really selfish. That's why I love to help companies, small companies grow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: You know, it's crazy because with my rebranding that I've done, I've I've walked into engineering firms. I've been around for fucking ever. And I've walked into spas that are just having a hard time and not really getting the business that mm-hmm. they wanted to get. And they're worried that their look doesn't look right. And so I go in and I revamp. And... Um, I always had more fun with the smaller companies cuz mm-hmm. it was more of a reward you got to see it better you got to see your work yeah. start bringing in more com- more business and 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 all that stuff so yeah. I've done both, and yeah, it's definitely more rewarding to help the smaller
1: guy. I love the small business. I'd rather yeah. juggle a few small businesses than like go straight corporate and kill myself 60 hours a week. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. like being
0: freelance, for sure. Freelance oh, me is where at. is. I'm not a big um, sit in an office and design type gal.
1: Me I'm, either. I, I did <laughs> that
0: for a short time after college, and I hated every minute of it. Yes. And then I started freelancing and contracting, and I was like, this is the shit! You mean yes. I can work two hours a day from home? And make, you know, three grand a month? Fuck yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's do yes. this. Let's do this in life. So yes. yeah, work work um smarter, not harder. <laughs> My I say that all the time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But and so we did go over that and then I just wanted to see, like, okay, we talked about your coming out, so that works. We did cover that question and then um I think it was oh and I don't wanna we can, we can go into the last two questions. We've got, like, 15, 20 minutes. We can do this. We
1: covered some of my involvement in the community. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And then the, what was your what was your least favorite part about being a lesbian?
1: I, I saw this meme recently that said, fucking dykes. The opinion of every dyke about every other dyke on the planet. Yeah. And I would say that my, um, my least favorite thing about being a lesbian is is the dyke drama. And there's a reason there's that, that that is such a prominent term. And it is because there is so much drama in the community. It's horrible. And I'm such a drama-free person that I try very hard to just extract myself whenever possible. Yeah. So if I end up in a circle, I'm like, oh, I'm making some new friends. And then I like, I start feeling that there's a lot of drama going on. I'm like, okay, this has been real. I'm just going to stay left and go hang out with these people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't. I miss the Tampa community because there's, I have such a close knit community in Tampa. And I have some amazing writer and author, lesbian friends um, in Tampa that have just created this incredible community and circle that there's never any drama
0: yeah nice. which is like not exists. Denver Denver's like that it's very rare that you see lesbian drama within the community oh that's great the, well the community is fucking massive so it's really hard like it, it doesn't have that like small pool where everybody winds up fucking each other eventually like it's a lot bigger it's, yeah like, they had first Fridays which was a lesbian thing there was like 3,000 lesbians there it's a ridiculous nice. amount yeah it was awesome and so that's the community I came out in that's what finally prompted oh, me to come so out and so I always am looking for those groups because it's very hard the, the drama is the part that i can't stand the it's most so much, even yeah. my co-workers are like dude like i had no idea about the lesbian community until i started working with you and now i'm just like damn that's fucking it's a crazy community i'm like yeah it's a fucking there crazy a lot of community. drama
1: i don't understand yeah. like why is why do we have to be petty why do we have to to be shady why do we have to cheat on each other when we i mean being polyamorous is an option if you don't yeah. want to be faithful to somebody then yeah. don't make that commitment yeah be an in an open relationship be in an open relationship or point... choose somebody who else is polyamorous and do your thing together yeah. like yeah there's no reason to have to yeah. to lie and and to be shady or to be manipulative we're or taught, we're all that we're taught
0: that being in a relationship with multiple people is worse than cheating on somebody and, and it, and it, it bugs with people and it makes me sad because I, I consider myself polyfluid so basically I'm willing to either go into a polyamorous relationship or a monogamous relationship every, mono- yeah, every monogamous relationship that I've ever been in I've been cheated on except for the last one and she just didn't show up to the game Ah, <laughs> oh, didn't show up to the game. Yeah. Uh, I understand that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. At all. Like, I was there to play football and she was doing ballet in the fucking corner somewhere. <laughs> okay. like, I don't really know what the fuck was going on with that situation. Anyways, so, um, oh god, then my train of thought goes. And, like, <laughs> I just don't like the drama. I'm over it. And, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I keep my my lesbian circle small. I keep my. I keep a very eclectic circle that's just very drama-free, and yeah. even even with the circle I have now, there's there's still occasional drama, and it comes from odd jealousy and insecurities, and it's always somebody that's not willing to speak their truth and be honest with themselves or to confront whatever their issue is with whoever, yeah. and it just festers, and they're, it's, it's all that... That shadiness that I can't handle.
0: Yeah. I wish that... I feel like nowadays, part of the reason why people get to that point is because, like... It seems like if you go to somebody and you express your displeasure with something that's going on, they they have a hard time accepting it and they take it almost as, like, a personal attack on their entire character. Mm -hmm. And so it's harder to go to people about that because people aren't as accepting of what you might not like. And I think as a whole people don't realize that you can have things that you don't agree on and still be really good friends even though you don't agree on it you just mm. make sure that you respect each other's thoughts on the process and move forward yeah and don't disrespect it and there's just some people that
1: are like i <laughs> they're just i i can't yeah so i I've recently developed a. I don't even know. I, it feels very single white female, if you remember that reference. Yeah, that movie yeah. Back from the yeah, 90s, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it just, the minute I walk into the room, I can feel her eyes on me. And uh-huh. it's it's not a pleasant look. Uh, it is this, yeah. like, head down, uh, eyes up, yeah. just I death glare the minute that I yeah, walk in the room. I have one of those. And it's just constant, like, yep. this little. Aggressive little things constantly with either making jabs or or just constantly watching what I'm doing or just yeah. death glaring at me yeah. to the point that other people have, like, noticed. And I have no idea why, but I've given the fuck up. <laughs> I'm like, you know what, whatever. I'm just going to pretend you do not exist because I cannot deal. I've, I've
0: You know, I, I used to hang out with a group of lesbians in New Mexico, and um, they used to do a lot of malicious shit to each other behind oh, their back. I hate that. And it was funny because I was... I've always been, I've always been bullied, like, I've always been bullied, I've always been the outcast, I've never really had, like, um, well, I've had a few, but, like, groups of friends, I usually have one individual friend, it's never, like, a group of yeah. friends, I, I never, I've never fit in the group, I always fit with the loners, if that makes sense, yeah so I was always so desperate to fit with the groups, so, I would continue to hang out with these people, and it would be nice that I'd go hang out with them, and then I'd get home, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, now I remember why I stopped hanging out with them last time, and then... Like, then I'd see them out doing stuff. I'm like, why aren't they inviting me? Because I wanted to go do stuff with a group of people. There was no other group of people to do it with. And then eventually they would invite me again and I would go. And then I'd be like, oh, fuck, that's right. That's why I don't do this. So it was like that for a few years. And, you know, the, it's funny because the group's evolved. And I'm thankful that I'm no longer there dealing with, dealing with that group anymore. But I got to a point towards the end of it um, that I would see a couple of the different people in that group out, and I just wouldn't even look in their direction. I would try to duck, bob, and weave. I didn't want to see them, and I just didn't want to deal with it because, yeah, yeah. you get to a point where you're just in there going, yeah. Just
1: don't, and I don't understand.
0: Like, say yeah. something to me. If you have a problem yeah. with me, say something yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't treat me a certain way because you're having an issue. Like, talk to me about the issue so you can not treat me like shit in some shape or form. Yeah. Or make me feel creeped out because there's... Like, that can make you feel really creeped out when someone's acting like that too. Yeah,
1: if you're getting glared down the entire time that you're in a room and you're having somebody, like, pull people away from you when you're trying to talk to somebody or, like, just kind of slide in and just glare at you when you're yeah. talking to people, it's uncomfortable. It makes... it. You know, you, they push that energy on you, and especially if you're an empath of any kind. Yeah. Even no, if you're not, no. you still feel... I it. grab
0: energy like crazy, Same. so it's really hard. Like, even last night, it was funny. I went to go have, um, to meet up with this chick, and we were sitting there, and I was getting this energy from this couple that was fighting behind me, and all it was just getting to be a little too much for me in the situation that we were in. I was like, can we go outside? God, you you love coffee.
1: The yeah. energy is so yeah, nice. Is. I'm yeah. going to
0: check it out. Like I said, I'm definitely going to go over there. Like, or what are... Um, other than Wednesdays, what else do they do
1: there? So, Wednesdays, um, they alternate. So, the week, this Thursday, this mm, this coming Thursday is Poker Tournament. Oh and man. if you're into playing Texas Hold'em, you can come and challenge me because I am the reigning champ. Fuck yes. Nice, nice. Um, I, I need somebody to come unseat me. Yes. <laughs> it's a $5 buy-in, so it's a lot of fun. And you oh. get like $50 worth of kava kratom cbd prizes in this bag it's great that's cool um and it's a whole night like we that goes on for a couple hours so for five dollars you play for hours and whatever you drink gets you more chips or whatever you purchase gets you extra chips that's cool and then um this the 17th is intercoastal swell it's an art trance so it's going to be live music live artists live what, what the 17th the 17th okay which I believe is a Saturday, and then the 18th is a Friendsgiving, a Friends and friends Friendsgiving potluck. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I don't
0: know who we spend the Thanksgiving with, so I'll
1: come and check Yes, that out. come to the potluck. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. There's going to be vegan options, gluten-free options. Oh, a lot of nice. people are super hippies, so there's always lots of options, but yeah. other people aren't. So yeah. there's going to be, like, everything. That sounds cool. Very um cool. And, yeah, there's, there's a lot going on. There's Flint Blade, who... When people were like, he's, yeah, he's, he's psychedelic ambient sound. I did not expect a whole lot, but holy crap. It is the most amazing sound. It is like being serenaded by some harp melodic. I don't, I don't even know. It's, I can't remember the name of the instrument he plays because it's something that I've never heard of before. Yeah. But it is the most amazing sound. So just people vibe out. And, and when will listen. he be there? He will be there on the thirtieth. The thirtieth? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So And we're starting we're trying to start an LGBT night. We're trying to get like a drag performers to come and and start a night so i'm working on that because i'm doing all of their events and promos and see i have some connections on that yes that are really
0: good connections so i'm gonna when we get off air i'll go ahead and i want to hand you a name because it's who you should who is worthy of a good
1: energy place in the community oh my god yes i would love that thank you so much see this is what matters this is this is community. This is why community matters yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few people
0: in the drag community here that are not really worthy of it, and they um, get a lot of extra play that they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And there's a few that sh- I feel that shouldn't. I'll explain that to you why. Oh, yeah.
1: But... Um, oh, plenty of reasons, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: And so I'll, I can contact her. She's a dear friend of mine, and I will contact awesome. her. And I'm sure she would... She. They are thirsty for a good venue. So if you can provide that, they will provide a epic show for you guys. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So we'll go over that. All right, everybody out there, I'm sorry, long show, but great fucking conversation. Thank you so much for coming to my house and recording with me today. I really appreciate uh, meeting you for the first time as yes. well. Yes, it was wonderful. This has been super awesome. And everybody, I will put up her links and all the information and all the posts that I do for this show. And thank you for uh, all your support and everything like that. And I will... Talk to you guys next
2: week. Bye.